0: Ah, they have shackled my hands so I cannot cast spells. <laughs> but they do not know I am an adept toe caster. It's oops, all necromancers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your DM, Oz the Great and Powerful, and with me are Bug... Finny,
1: Seder Druid. It's just me and Mr. The Boys.
2: C. <laughs> Madamel, Half-Elf Bard and Hag Hunter in theory. And Bree.
3: Sorendal, Hobgoblin Necromancer, you can't kill me, I'm already dead.
2: Before we get into the recap, I want to, I have to have mention to. our social media and our Patreon. We've been posting a lot of different things on there recently, uh, digital illustrations of our characters and some dice that Bug has been making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you want to find that, you can go to bit.ly slash all necromancers.
2: Or just search us on social media. <laughs> we know that you have it. You can't get rid of it. Everybody it's a part has
0: of you now. <laughs> Also, if you want to review the podcast or, you know, maybe leave a like or a comment or something, that'd be cool. Listener yeah. engagement is always good. and uh, We
3: like to hear what people have to say.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and recap what happened last episode. Last time in Nathraxel, you guys went into town to do some damage control on a seance gone wrong. After a not-so-quick visit to Gustav's gristal Griff, say that three times fast, Madame L. filled in the rest of the party on why they were actually there, to fix her fuck-up. This certainly isn't because there's a shred of decency in her somewhere. Nope, not at all. With that done, you three were off to the tannery to discuss matters with Hegrig, Oryk, and Argenta about their missing son, Petrov. After holding a seance, the party determined there's some sort of witch in them there was that needs a killin'. Finally, you all ventured to the Hag's Steak, the local tavern, to gather more information, met the bartender slash mayor, Thoris Mud, and also Mr. The Boys, got a map, and an offer of a reward, and that's just about where we are now.
3: Oh, I did want to ask if I could have taken a short rest while I was sitting in the corner eating my burn Yeah, that's fine. Oh hell yeah, hold on.
0: I will say that you cannot benefit from the Song of Rest because, well, the others were not resting with you.
3: Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll just take what I got. Cause, uh,
0: But, yeah, if you want to burn some hit die, go yeah. for it or do your arcane recovery I'm gonna, or whatever. I'm
3: going to be doing both. <laughs> the taste of the custardy braised burn-ups restores my arcane power for some reason.
2: Well, now that we have this map, perhaps Buzzwhip would give us a hand since we're not... Just wandering off into the wilds.
3: Potentially, uh, yes.
1: I I think we can do it. I think we are just so strong and very cool. We should just run in there. We should just...
3: We can do it. Finny, well, I do agree that you are very strong and very cool. Thank Um, you! I, um, I'm not, I don't really run into things. And, um, I don't know about any of you, but, um, I, uh, (laughs) uh, don't want to die. And I get the impression that if we run off into the woods without any assistance, um, that may very likely happen. (laughs)
2: Hmm. I also get that impression, Finnegan.
1: Hmm. What do you think, Wallace? Um, We'll see what happens then, I guess.
3: What does that mean? What? Is this like a we'll see what happens, I'm about to go sprinting off at 60 miles an hour into the fen? Huh? What? I'm sorry, my, I, my ears
1: are broken. Right. I think there's something in the drink. I, 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 uh, let's go. And no, I
3: will. Finny, <laughs> Finny heads out of the door. Okay, I'm pretty quick on on their heels, like, I don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, Madame Al will also follow. Okie okay, dokie, okay, where is Finny headed?
1: Finny's just power walking forward.
3: Wherever forward goes, <laughs> forward, forward.
0: Oh, um, hmm. We are going to determine <laughs> what exactly forward
2: is.
3: Okay. To be fair, we can say that there's no way that this bar would be facing the fence. Like the front entrance, like the front door, would not be facing this into is the
2: fence. Yeah, we established that the the fence is a fair distance away. It is away. on the
0: edge on the northern edge of town yeah. and uh the Hags Stake is more of a central esque area.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I mean forward most likely would just be directly into the front of another building is
2: that <laughs> uh, does
0: Ph- Finny want to run into a wall or is Finny
1: Oh, no. Um
0: Because other than that, forward is probably to the docks and then into the Blackfall. So, you know.
1: I can't decide whether to follow along with you guys or not.
3: (laughs) I think like, I mean, I don't want to speak for Madam L, but I feel like we both recognize that Finny's like a fucking loose cannon right now. And we're like trying to herd, herd them with our body. He's like, oh, no, 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 we're going this way.
2: Now, Finnegan, don't you think you, we ought to return back to the circus and see our friends before our adventure?
3: Mm. <laughs> friends? I do like friends. Uh, and uh, Finny, if we go see Buzzwhip, he might let you say hi to Charles. Mm. Very fluffy. Mm. Soft feathers? Okay, 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 okay,
1: okay. And Finny, with with his head down in shame and defeat, follows follows you both
0: <laughs> I assume Madam L would lead and then probably keep an eye on the back would be uh, Soren mm-hmm. that, that seems to be how it's going Accurate
3: <laughs> I also, I don't know I also don't know that Soren isn't convinced that someone's not going to follow them because you know Soren
2: <clears throat> Mhm
3: Vinny does keep
1: suspiciously looking around
2: I guess we make our way back to camp then mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, uh, by this point, let's see, we'd probably be hitting about noon, so things are in full swing. Uh, Lady Z's uh, doing her thing, still. Um, Spaz, you know, is doing his strongman competition shit. Uh, ring the bell, win a prize, arm wrestle him for gold, that kind of thing. The menagerie is out in their cages, as are the, uh, quote, freaks, uh, who don't necessarily perform, they just sort of are there. And, you know, the acrobats are doing their things, tumbling about. The clowns are just sort of running roughshod through the <laughs> carnival. This is common.
3: <laughs> Chaos. <laughs>
0: they kind, yeah, they just sort of do uh performances all throughout, where it's just, like, pratfalls, and you know, occasionally they'll one of them will crouch behind a town's folk and the other'll run up and push him down and everyone laughs there's clown horns and then they run off again that kind of thing
1: <laughs> beautiful how long does this drunken state of mind last by the way
0: uh like an hour
1: okay how long would you say it has been
0: it has been from the mucking about in the bar and then back to the carnival it's been about an hour so okay. you're you're fine <laughs> No worries about the poison condition or whatever. You're good. Uh, Wonderful. That fey physiology just burns right through the alcohol. so mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> It hits you real hard, but then it's over real quick.
0: It's mm-hmm.
3: like a whippet, but for alcohol.
0: <laughs> uh, do I, get I a- was going to say that it's like a strong shot of schnapps, but you know.
3: Or a whip it, I guess.
0: Or or a whip it, I guess.
2: Not having done this. <laughs> I mean, I uh, haven't either. But you scene. know,
3: you hear things from your
2: coworkers. Uh, as we approach uh, the menagerie and Buzzwhip, do I get the vibe that mm-hmm. Soren's gonna take the lead since Soren knows Buzzwhip, or is Madam Al? You
3: can back me up a little bit because this probably isn't gonna go over great.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, Soren definitely has a better connection with Buzzwhip. Mm-hmm. What with just in general working with Buzzbit among other uh, odd job duties, but it, it is completely up to you guys how you approach it. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. he he definitely clocks y'all coming in and, you know, waves, but he's in the middle of sort of doing, like, a not quite a nature documentary-esque thing, but, like, a demonstration with the apes, Larry, Barry, and Mary, mm-hmm. where he's, you know, having them do ape things. Mm. God.
1: <laughs> you know, Ape things. They're they're peeling bananas and using and a chainsaw, spanking their butts, and uh-huh.
0: yeah, yeah. You know they're just doing ape stuff. Uh, <laughs> I should mention that the only parts of the menagerie that are free roam are Jim and Humphrey, uh, in which Humphrey rides around on Jim just sort of around the carnival.
1: Humphrey being the
0: Humphrey is the mini horse. The mini and horse Jim Yep, Jim's yes. the big old dog. So beautiful. Think, uh, what are those one, the Russian bear dogs? You know them sons of guns?
3: Uh-huh.
1: Big old boys, <laughs> fluffy. Yeah, the They're ones. like
0: fucking eight foot tall at the shoulder or some shit. Yeah, We go so hard on the dog breeds in this show.
3: <laughs> we did.
0: I, we got it. I love those big old dogs. <laughs> I would never want one. Dear God,
2: no. But big dogs.
0: But yeah, that's Jim.
2: All right. Uh, Madam El. We'll try to catch Buzzwhip's eye and, and uh make it known that she wants to talk to him, basically. Like a like a hurry it up kinda deal.
3: Mm-hmm. I'd like wave awkwardly and then just sort of uh, you know, do what Soren does. I'm sweating and fidgeting.
0: He he acknowledges that clocks what you're setting down there and sort of waves to you as well <clears throat> and then he sort of beckons to you, Soren. Mhm. Okay. To come closer.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, hello, Buzzwhip.
0: Hey, Soren, you think you could, uh, go ahead and keep an eye on Larry Barry, and Mary here and just kind of keep the show going? I think that, uh, your friend there wants to have a chat with me.
3: Um, perhaps, but, um, I actually needed to, um, to talk to you as well.
0: Yeah, listen, I know it's, like, not our circus, but it is our monkeys, so if you can kind of keep them going, I'm... Once the show is over, you can just get them back into the enclosure. I mean, they, they're they pretty well behaved, so... I, uh... I can have a chat with you, but we gotta finish things up, you know?
3: Uh, yes, I need your help. Very badly. With something pretty important.
0: All right, all right. Let me just... You know, we got an audience going here. Uh, give me just a moment. Mm-hmm. And he sort of walks up to the apes and... Through a series of gestures and... You know, ape sounds. They all sort of look <laughs> at him, and uh, Larry bears his teeth at him, and then Buzzwhip just does this horrible grimace, and Larry <laughs> sort of shrinks back, and then they all go back into their enclosure. And he shuts up behind him. Uh huh.
1: I'm so afraid of 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 monkeys. I, uh. That's
0: how Buzzwhip's animal handling works.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: I got about a uh, ten minutes between sets here, so what's up, y'all?
3: We have, um, found ourselves, um, in a little bit of a situation, um, and we require your expertise, um, and I'll make it up to you, um, I will, um, and it might actually turn out to be beneficial for you in the end, um,
2: but... Madame L, stop stepped step forward. Uh- <laughs> A buzz Whip, we have a bit of a situation over at the spiritualist tent. It is, I'm afraid that one of Lady Z's readings went south, and it's a rather delicate situation. A local tanner has lost a child, and they had come to seek any kind of, how do I say, comfort. Oh, yeah, some some comfort, some solace. I I understand. It. Now,
0: you work with her more than I do, Madame L. That's not exactly... strong suit is i mean we're all like family here and
2: whatnot but it's kind of not her thing no i'm afraid not um
0: (laughs) well you look like a spiritualist me not a you know afraid not but that's just a little little gnome humor for you
2: (laughs) in any case, we need... It translates better in gnomish, I promise. Continue. (sighs) We need you to come out into the fen and help us find a child.
3: Finny holds up the map.
2: Yep, that is... Yep.
3: We require your expertise and uh, it's possible while we are out in the fen, um, perhaps you could find another creature for the menagerie, perhaps? I can help. I'm a
1: little tired now because the mayor gave me a weird drink but it'll be okay
0: (laughs) that sounds slightly more concerning than things disappearing in a spooky (laughs) fan I'll be honest (laughs) Nathraxil is a strange place yeah never did get those uh, Nathraxil culture I I don't know I kind of keep myself on here but uh, as far as the lost child now I could track yeah but Soren, we we are running a business here. I can't just... The fact that you three have been missing for the past couple hours is, frankly, the fact that JJ hasn't tracked you down is a bit surprising. But I don't know if I can leave. Some of them are fine if they get out, but others, they require a special hand.
3: I mean, what's the likelihood they're really going to get out? Is Is there... No one else who might be able to pay attention. Uh, like, what if, um, what if we were all just violently ill, um, and we just we all ate some bad burn-ups. Yes, and we're all we're so sick. Oh my word, we're so sick. And then we just we're sick for however long it takes to locate this child, and then we come back, and wow, we feel better, and no one's the wiser.
0: Soren, you have seen Bebo, right? Yes. And you've seen Bill. Mm. And you've seen Charles. And you've seen Grell. And you've seen Ronald.
3: Bebo is the main, main concern, but... I mean, I don't know that your presence is going to affect Bebo's particular situation, if we're being honest with each other here. I don't think Bebo will be going anywhere.
0: And in the distance, you can see uh, Bebo just sort of, well, not quite sitting, but more just standing. You know, the the gorilla stance, mm-hmm. fists down on the ground, what have you. And is just sort of gently fuming as uh, he stands next to a sign that says, pet the big gorilla. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe remove the sign first, but, but if Bebo was going to escape, Bebo would have escaped by now.
2: <laughs> I'm afraid we're getting a little lost in the <laughs> weeds here. <laughs> <in the> Bebo.
3: <Beaver. laughs>
0: Soren, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. It's a tough one.
3: Anybody got a help action lying around they want to throw my way? I'm
0: little... I will say that and I'm sorry, but you cannot because you are you are trying to convince this man to leave his post with a bunch of dangerous animals in the middle of a carnival day. It's a hard one.
3: Anyway, I did very badly. I got a three. Oof.
0: Oof. That, yeah, nope, that tracks. Um, And he goes, I, I just really can't, Soren. I can't. I can't leave my charges
3: uh,
2: unattended. You, I
3: understand, but well, uh, how would you feel if... Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, now, Mr. Soren, there's no there's no use in trying to convince the fellow. He's got very important business to attend to here. We must admit that. But, Buzzwhip, is there, is there anyone else who could help us? Do you know... Soren, I do
0: apologize. Now, if you three want someone who can help track, I don't know what it is but that Groom can track. He helped me whenever Larry, Barry, Mary snuck out. You know, sometimes there's a language barrier, but we got through it. If you have some way around that, or even if you can sort of pantomime what you need to find, Groom's your man. Now, don't let last night's circumstances color your opinion. I've never had a problem with him. Other than that, you're on your own. I'd, I'd love to help save a child. You know, everyone wants to be a hero, but I've got responsibilities.
1: Oh, well, he's actually already dead. We gotta go kill the hag in the woods, and oh gosh, adults are so bad at explaining everything. It's <sighs> fine. I wanted to go in there by myself anyways.
2: We'll see what we can do with Groon. Thank you, Buzzwhip, and Madame El kind of stares at Finny sternly. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't help more now after you go talk to Gruner if you want to maybe
0: circle around I'll see if I have something that can help but just give me a little bit okay I'll I'll see what I can do I do want to help and you know you thank him say goodbye whatever the normal thing you do with every NPC uh and he goes back to tending to the animals uh he has Larry Barry and Mary come back out for another showing you know they do some minor acrobats realistically what they do is not impressive except for the fact that they're apes doing it I, I mean the acrobats and the clowns do better but you know mm-hmm. it's exciting because animals are doing it I guess um, <laughs> so what
2: do y'all want to do now that I shot down your option sorry I suppose we approach a groon then unless yeah that's, that seems like the the proper thing to do at this point
3: yeah okay
2: Now that we can talk to him. Yeah,
0: so Grun is, as per usual, in his cage, just sort of standing in a cage looking disheveled and occasionally gnawing on some meat. And, you know, every now and again, if someone gets too close, he will do a thing where he runs towards them, which is not like... You've seen this before, but you've also seen that as soon as these people walk away after they get their scare, he's... He's not actually agitated. Mm-hmm. It is a show. It's sort of playing up the part of wild man. so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also clocks you as you guys approach and waves, and... Go ahead and give me an insight check. Any and all of you.
3: I got a 15 plus one, 16.
0: Only a nine for me. A 15. Okay, uh, Finny and Sorin... You notice, based on, like, just sort of facial expressions and what have you, that he seems a bit embarrassed, uh, in regards to what? I don't know, but, uh, generally you would assume that it's... He understands
2: what went on last night now, Mm -hmm. and... Well, Mr. Soren, should you whip out the scroll and see what you can do?
3: Uh, hey, Grun. um, no worries about last night, just, um... Scared us a bit, uh, it's all. Um, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, Madam L. Um... Grun, you remember, like, how we danced last
1: night and we were best friends? Well, we were wondering if you'd want to be friends with us even more and better.
0: And <laughs> he sort of looks between the two of you and then points at himself and then at both of you and goes...
1: Yes, friends But you gotta let us do this thing And then we can (laughs) talk And understand each other better And Finny points to His mouth and and to his ears
0: And then He sort of points at his ears And then At his mouth And then shrugs and shakes his head Let's put it this way. Is your plan to essentially pull out the scroll and then start casting?
3: Uh, I was going to, like, pull out the scroll and, like, try to communicate that, like, hey, we want to cast a spell on you so that we can communicate. Because I'm not just going to whip out the scroll and start casting a scroll at him. That seems, like, uh, very rude.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go with a diplomacy. Okay. Um, if you new Dwarven, I'd give you advantage, but you do not. I don't. So.
1: Can I give the help action since I've been, I'm talking to Groon as well?
0: That is fine. Uh, essentially what Groon speaks is he knows, he understands a bit of common and speaks a little bit of common, but his native and only tongue is El Dwarvish, which is, it's old Dwarvish. Uh, it'd be the same as Trying to communicate with someone who speaks Middle English mm-hmm. with modern-day English.
3: Mm. Okay, okay. So, Grun, um, we have um, a spell, and I uh, take out the scroll um, that would help us um, communicate with you better. Um, but I don't want you to be alarmed. Um, this is purely for communication purposes only, and we don't we don't mean you any harm. I'll go ahead and roll. I'm trying to look as, like, I don't know, non-threatening as possible, but I'm probably not very threatening to begin with. So, (laughs) okay, well, the first roll was a four. Oh. And the second roll was an eight. And the diplomacy... (laughs) Oh, wait, there is no diplomacy stat.
0: Persuasion. Yeah, sorry. Yeah,
3: that's a seven.
0: He looks at you, then to the scroll, which I assume at this point you have unrolled. Mm -hmm. And let's go ahead and do opposed athletics checks because he is going to try and snatch this scroll from you.
3: Yeah, (laughs) the thing is, is like I don't know, because we already Uh. know that JJ's fucked him up kind of bad already, once, at least Mm -hmm. once, so... Okay, athletics? I got an eight, so he can have it.
0: Uh, he got a six, because he Uh-oh. got a nat one. Woohoo! So, I think he grabs at it and smacks into the bars of his cage, and you were able to just barely move it out from his
2: hands, and he looks panicked.
3: Uh, you can have it if you want it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now,
2: Mr. Sword, why don't we just, we cast the spell and we explain it later, when we can actually communicate, hmm?
3: I don't know how he's going to feel about communicating
1: well, if We why don't we just ask for forgiveness afterwards? It's not like we're doing anything bad to him.
2: We may be able to help him better if if we can understand him.
3: fair. Okay. Uh then I I guess I'll I'll try to cast it.
2: Can you use a bardic inspiration to help you cast this? Um it is technically a skill check. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then uh We'll use a Bardic inspiration to, to give okay. Soren a hand.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you uh, um, give me a compliment sandwich?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I count so, Madam L just trying to tell you what to do as Bardic inspiration.
3: Fair enough. Okay. Uh, and the Bardic okay. is an extra, what, D6? D6. D6.
0: Uh, so your DC for this mm-hmm. is 13. Okay. It is a third level spell. Mm hmm and base DC is 10 plus the spell's level if you are not of a high enough level to cast said spell. So all you gotta get is a 13. Okay. Uh, the roll is whatever you roll plus your spell casting ability uh, modifier. So that would be your intelligence, which is what, a plus four?
3: Uh, Plus three.
0: Uh, and you are, well, it doesn't specify proficiency, but you are proficient. Okay. You you can use scrolls. You are proficient with scrolls. Okay, so it's a plus you, five you all day. It. So it's plus five plus that d6. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So roll at least an oh, eight. Oh, I or needed
3: it. I. What'd oh, you roll? I rolled a four. Oh my okay. god. Plus five, so nine.
0: All right, you gotta get a four or above.
3: Oh no. I got a six! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 15.
0: So. Do you want to describe this? Because I don't know how Soren would deal with a scroll, considering all of his spells are kind of embedded in him.
3: I don't actually—I don't actually imagine that casting from a scroll would be that would be any different from standard, like it would be for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's something he was trained in, like prior to the new magic. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, you. You struggle through it a bit. Maybe you're a bit rusty on uh, your your casting nomenclature, but and you have cast a spell. You step forward, and right as you touch Groon, he is saying something in Eld Dwarvish, and in the middle of it, you hear, wait. Sorry. And he looks at you and goes, that oh, wasn't my voice, was it? No, sorry. Um, <laughs> he goes, Oh.
3: Sorry.
0: Hi! Hello. Um, Finny,
2: right? Yeah! Our apologies, Mr. Groon. We it was necessary to to pull through with that spell so that we could talk to you. Right. So
0: ears mouth means tongue spell. Yes. What is this accent? Where'd it go? I don't know. Southern. Little Southern boy. <laughs> Yo. <Yeehaw. laughs> <laughs> there we go.
3: Uh, again, um, my apologies. Um, we meant uh, no harm. Um, uh, there's a few matters I would like to um, discuss with you. Uh, if you have the time to step away for a moment.
0: And he looks at you and then he kind of looks to... There's a door on the back of his cage. hmm and he goes, I, uh, don't have the key. Uh, JJ has it.
3: Oh. So, that was part of what I wanted to discuss with you. I just thought perhaps this was not, um, I kind of look around suspiciously. Perhaps this was not the most opportune location to do so.
2: Um. Well, a lock's a lock. Why Why not just pick it? And Madame L is going to go over and, uh. Attempt to pick the lock,
1: Madam, you know how to pick locks.
2: You've seen me do it before, Finnegan.
1: Well, I guess you're just such a fancy lady. It's surprising,
3: okay? (laughs) Fancy
1: lady,
2: sus
3: skills.
0: Um, Remind me again, do you have a kit of thieves tools?
2: I do have a hat pin, but that's also a special tool for later.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, um...
0: (laughs) I mean, you can do it regardless. You can try and pick something with a dagger if you really want to. Mm-hmm. I was just asking because it it makes things easier for you. But uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a sleight
2: of hand check. Hey, okay. been rolling very poorly all day, so let's see.
3: Is there any way I could try to assist?
2: That will be unnecessary. I rolled a, fi- oh. a fifteen, <laughs> a fifteen plus four, so a nineteen.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you. Have a look at the lock, and it is literally one of those goofy, like, big iron padlocks
2: <laughs> that
0: has a keyhole that is shaped, like, for a skeleton key. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, and just sort of take the hat pin and pop it in and up, and you pop the singular tumbler up, <laughs> and the lock clicks open. Not
3: a very good lock, is it? Wonderful. Well, uh, problem solved, I suppose. Um,
2: How about we walk and talk, because if, if JJ notices this, uh, well, I don't know what will happen.
3: Probably something bad that we are going to have to deal with later.
2: Right, right, right. Um,
0: should we head towards town? Yes. And he sort of shuts the cage door back and looks at the lock and just sort of tosses it (laughs) and goes, Right, so if I remember correctly, this uh, only lasts about, what, an hour? Yes. So, let's go. Let's walk and talk.
3: Wahoo! Adventure with a new friend! Maybe we should take a more, um, circuitous route? Maybe? Do we we have a hat? A cloak? A blanket? Anything?
0: You assuredly have a blanket in your backpack, like from a bedroll or whatever. Yeah, we should
2: probably disguise him
0: slightly
1: put it on him like a cloak
0: yeah I mean you could also just swing by like your wagon and you definitely would have some clothes you wouldn't have anything that would necessarily fit him well Mm -hmm. uh, but he could definitely like borrow one of Soren's jackets or something and leave it unbuttoned
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and that would be essentially if you have a jacket that comes down to like maybe mid thigh for you Mm -hmm. that is about to the knee for him (gasps) so he's pretty much covered
3: okay hell yeah Okay. That's...
0: And
2: it's not like he's been in this cage naked. Yeah. Oh, like I know. he has he wasn't a, a loincloth. If we're going to swing by the, uh, the wagon on the way out, do we have a weapon for him at all?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. We do could you guys ask have extra him. weapons?
3: I mean, we can ask him if he wants one.
0: Um, I will say that if you want to equip him with a weapon, if you are not giving up one of yours, there are places like in Briestall. Like, you could go to a blacksmith.
2: Yeah, maybe the tanners might have an extra laying around, too. So never mind. Forget I said anything. Okay.
0: So,
3: uh, getting you up to speed, Grun, um, there's some really um important issues I think that should be addressed. First, are you being held here against your will?
0: And he looks at you and goes, Soren, you understand that I did not have the key to my own cage, correct?
3: I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, like a like a thing. Like, it's, make sure it's not your your.
0: So no, that is not my kink.
2: Okay, just
3: I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a thing. Um, and and we know last time, um, we wanted to speak with you. Jj, um, likely had you there under duress. Um, we could tell that you, uh, were under the influence of a spell um, that he likely cast. Um, so I'm sorry about that. Again, the casting spell on you without asking didn't know what else to do. Um, so, um, with that information, um, we were going to ask for your assistance with something, but on our end, perhaps we could make...
2: A deal. A de- um... If it's not too brash to say, we are all in a difficult situation. By doing this in the first place So we have a chance to make A fair sum of money here And if we get that money we could bribe JJ He that seems to be his Motivating factor in all of this So
1: or we could just not Not say anything at all Or not go back
2: This is true
1: I'm not giving him any of my hard earned Cash thank you very
3: much I just I don't really know how JJ's going to respond If we Extracted, Groon? I'm sorry, um. And I don't. I don't imagine. Groon, you want to go back, do you?
0: Where else am I gonna go, Soren?
3: Wherever you want.
0: Have you been around Nathraxel?
3: Yes. <laughs> and there are places. I know they're few and far between, but there are. there are good places here. You just have to know where to find them.
0: A lone dwarf doesn't get far on their own, thraxil
3: Well, maybe you wouldn't be alone. Maybe we're with you.
0: Listen, you got me out of the cage, and I appreciate it. Now, what is it that you got me out of the cage for?
3: Well, primarily for your own benefit, but...
0: Soren, cut the shit. What'd you get me out of the cage for?
3: We need to go maybe kill a hag and recover a small child's remains.
0: And he... <laughs> he grins a little bit but it doesn't connect to his eyes and he said you didn't tell me killing hags was on the table and he I... starts walking a little faster okay <laughs> <laughs> well if that's all it takes saving the kids good too well Well, listen I understand I understand burial important or whatever I assume that's what you're doing so you know
3: I would hate to have their son die and then die again. It's not pretty.
0: Yep, yep, yep. That's uh, apparently how hell or how Nathraxel is now, so... Uh, yep. Let's get going. Uh, say, any of y'all got a glaive that I could use?
3: Uh, no. We could you
0: know, acquire big, one. Big blade on a stick? No? Alright, well. I have some guns.
3: <laughs> Are you...
0: I do not know how... I do not know what guns. <laughs>
3: I do not. Uh, y- uh, yes, is there anything else um, you might uh, you might need besides um, a glaive, any sort of armor, anything protective, other equipment you might be able to use?
2: Nope, nope, nope. <sighs>
3: okay. Well, mm-hmm. that does make it simple.
2: Simple is good. So... How about we check in with the tanners, see if they have any kind of weapon that we can use, and head on out, hmm?
0: Yeah, also, hey, I hate to ask this. I really appreciate this jacket you gave me and all that, but would any of y'all be willing to spare maybe a gold or two so I can get some pants?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's Groon wearing? A loincloth. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's just when you're running through the, you know... Through the trees, killing hags and whatnot, uh, <laughs> you you don't really want your bait and tackle out flopping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the they get those claws around that, and you're
2: just—it's just gone, you know.
3: Fair, and, fair, fair, fair. Understood. <laughs> okay, pants mission.
2: Cue cue the pants montage. <laughs> So you guys go to
0: uh, the Clothiers, and he comes out with some assless chaps uh, with his no! long cloth still on.
3: I don't think that's going to help.
0: No, you give him a thumbs down, and then he comes back out with some <laughs> uh, buckskin pants with tassels, and you give him a thumbs down.
3: Oh, excuse me. I give him a thumbs up. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Madam gives a thumbs down.
3: <laughs> Finny gives a sideways thumb.
2: He considers that. Uh,
0: and then he goes back in and comes out in a speedo. And before you say anything, he looks down and looks up and then quickly hides back in the clothes or in the dressing room. <laughs> and then you find him some pants. It's great. It's a good time for everyone. All three of you are sitting in armchairs and judging him while he does it. 80s clothing montage style. It's good. It's a bonding experience.
3: What do we get? We got jorts. We got jorts. We got jants. We got cargos. What do we got?
0: Uh, I don't think denim was really a thing in. No, it wasn't. Our, our I, time would period. He would look uh, great in
3: some leather pants. I mean, he would probably, but. Uh,
0: I think he probably ends up just getting, uh, basically, a thick leather kilt, and probably like some underwear.
3: Does he have socks?
0: No, he goes barefoot.
3: Oh, powerful.
0: He goes barefoot to begin with, but I mean. If you want to get weird Groon foot facts, well, you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon. (laughs) Um, Subscribe to Groon's OnlyFans uh, for all your... Anyway.
1: uh... (laughs) Oh, my God. So,
0: yeah. um, You do that. Uh, If you guys also want to buy him a weapon, we can hand wave that, or you can go hang out with Gustav again or whatever. No, thank you. (laughs) Mm -mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, We'll... we'll
3: just buy him a weapon
0: highly divisive uh, character that Gustav
3: Gustav is just so much and like Soren's threshold for how much is like so low all the time and it's not Gustav's fault it's Soren's problem
1: he wants to steal Wallace so he's on he's on my he's on, in my bad book
3: on the shit list
1: anyone who says anything against Wallace immediate ban banned you've been banned <laughs> from the server. Gustav.
0: For reference, a glaive is twenty gold pieces, so whoever wants to subtract that can.
3: I get I can. I'll do it.
0: And Grun does not have money.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. So by the way, I'm I'm definitely gonna make some 80s music to put behind that, and it's the only place it's oh, gonna yes. appear oh, in the entire yes. amazing
3: <laughs> Um. Is I know they recommended um uh, Torches Should we pick up Any extra
2: I have a lamp But that sounds like A good idea Yes I have ten You have torches Finny
1: I have Because I, I have An explorer's pack oh. I have A tinder box uh, Ten torches And soft rope Oh <laughs>
3: Soft rope
0: It's fifty foot of rope Yeah
3: Unless it actually is fifty foot of soft oh,
1: rope. Yes. No. It's fifty foot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
3: I love that. I love How that that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, groom, do you have any particular experience? Um. Y- uh. Kill hunting. Um. Do you d- can you kill things? Bla- hags in particular.
0: You know I've. I've taken out one in my day i mean is there anything else in there that i should be aware of or
3: um there's some strangeness with the trees it's cursed yeah, it's probably cursed but that's par for the course
0: bad um, vibes all around
1: it makes my inside shiver when i look at it so
0: yep once again we are in a thrax almost everything is cursed in fact, I would say right now each one of us is probably cursed or will be cursed within
2: the next twenty four hours. Oh definitely.
3: One hundred percent.
2: Anywho, it sounds like we have uh, the torches we need. It sounds For like everything we it need. Sounds like we're good. Unless you're going to make us uh, worry about rations and uh, food economy. No, I am not.
0: (laughs) Uh, You are assumed at any given point to have at least enough rations on your person or within easy reach for three days. So if you're out in the woods for three days, we'll worry about it then. But I highly doubt that. All right. Um, so who wants to give me a higher low? Because you all forgot to check in with Buzzwhip. So let's see if Buzzwhip is able to help you and or track you down.
3: Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Whoops. Who wants to do it?
0: Highs. We always do highs. Highs. It almost always works out in your favor, so. It should. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a 90.
2: Woohoo!
0: Okay. Nice. So, uh, you see this golden orb floating towards you? From the direction of the circus, and as it gets Um, closer, you see it's just a swarm of bees.
3: Bees! Um,
2: (laughs) And it
0: drops to right in front of you, Soren. and some of the bees sort of move away from the side facing you, and you see within this orb of bees is two rolled up pieces of parchment.
3: I take a look at them. Let me scope these rolls.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One is a handwritten note. It's just a little quick scrawl on like a scrap of paper Mm -hmm. uh, that says Soren, hope this can help. Buzzwhip. And then there's a little drawing of a whip cracking. Uh, That's his signature. Um,
3: Cute. I put it in my pocket. I'm keeping it forever.
0: And the other is a scroll. You unroll it and go ahead and give me an arcana check. Let's see if you can decipher it.
3: Ooh, opera twenty. Three,
0: hot Jesus. Um,
3: that's one hot Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jason Momoa, hot Jesus. Facebook.
0: <laughs> it is a scroll of locate creature.
3: Okay. Ooh. But I wanted to do um, while we still had the capability of communicating with Groon, I wanted to like let him know like. I guess, tell us what he wants to do, I guess, and, like, maybe come up with some basic hand signals or whatever so we know what the situation
0: is. He establishes that, as you explain the situation, Mm -hmm. that uh, he can track. Um, He's not great at reading the map you're given, mostly because it is written in common, and, like, he gets it now but also knows that won't really be a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he is going to, let's go, I will say it's a basic ant check. He's going to try and memorize this map while he can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 16 on the die. Uh, anyway, um, so he tries to memorize the map. Uh, essentially he does what is basically the universal hand symbols of like, stop is holding up your hand. Follow is, you know, like the come hither and then, As far as, like, tracking or whatever, he points to his nostrils and then points in a direction and, you know, explains what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, communication is going to be pretty limited. Mm -hmm. Tongues has worn off by this point. He's got his uh, beautiful thick leather kilt and his glaive. And you guys have your map and... um,
2: Um. Real quick before we go that far, um, I did want to yep. stop back and stop into the tannery and pick up that uh that doll. Oh yeah. Umnar.
3: Umnar.
2: Umnar. I'll write that down in my inventory. Yep. U-M-N-A-R-H. Umnar.
3: Cute.
2: Anyway, after grabbing that, um yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything to say to the tanner so I assume we would go out back and yep.
0: they thank you good luck uh, they point you to the less seen location of Petrov remember it was about a week ago mm-hmm. um, and this is not exactly an arid place so things move tracking is going to be kind of hard but uh it is up to y'all who is leading the charge
3: I mean Grun would probably need to be up the front or finny.
1: Yeah, I think Finny probably would let Groon lead and follow closely behind, like, watching Groon and, like, kind of, like, studying what Groon is doing, because he thinks it's really cool.
0: <laughs> All right, so we are going to assume that you are essentially giving the help action as far—well, you can read the map better now, currently, because it's—I mean, he has it somewhat memorized, but whatever— Um so, he's going to roll survival with advantage.
3: I want to know what the Fen looks like once we get in it. Do we get the yuck? Do we all get the yucky feeling as we approach?
0: Okay, he got an 18 and a 16. So, that's an 18 on the die plus... Let's see, proficiency. So, 20... 21. Uh, so, he did really damn good. Um, as far as the Fen... So, you guys are... When you are on the threshold, it is clearly much darker in there than it should be. Like, almost like it is midnight in there, and it's only like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Uh, Obviously, some sort of supernatural darkness. Not to the point that you cannot see, but it is still hard to really, like, follow a trail through there. Um, Another thing you notice as soon as you cross this threshold within the first line of trees is there is a oppressive weight that sets into your bodies. Mm. Like, like, you need to go. You should not be here. This is not a place for creatures such as you.
2: How does that compare to the crushing weight of Helvetarian society for Madam L? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, That is a sort of mental weight.
2: Okay. This, this is, is a physical is, one.
0: This is both a mental weight, but also a physical weight of... Just like the fin is squeezing in on you, which is not the case. I mean, you know, it's not like the trees are squishing you, Mm -hmm. but it feels as such. And after you guys get maybe 50 feet in, you turn around and you don't see the tannery. You don't see sunlight, even filtered through clouds. You are in the fin.
3: Okay, torches out,
1: everyone. Uh, yeah, Finny passes out some torches.
2: Madam <laughs> pulls out her fancy little lantern and, and lights it with some oil. Mm-hmm. I'll
3: grab one of Finny's torches, if I may. And also, I'm casting mage armor <clears throat> while I'm here. While we're here.
2: Mm-hmm. The oppressive darkness is just awful, but this mud is even worse.
3: You're telling me
1: my hooves are sinking into the ground. I
3: <laughs> let's just told you're on
0: and rune looks at you guys and then nods and he points forward with his glaive and starts squelching forward you guys keep going and as you go why don't everybody roll a survival check for me
1: Ugh.
3: okay <laughs> it's not a social stat so I'm fine I am not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not fine. After uh, I got a 17.
2: I got a 10.
3: I got a 9.
2: Rune got a 20. Oh, actually, well, I got 11 because of my uh, jack of all trades.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So you guys are kind of able to keep your heading as far as you're heading further north into this place. Soren, you don't think you could find your way out. You are fairly certain that. You know where you are, as in with your compatriots, but you are lost. Yeah. And I also need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, no. <laughs> me? Yes.
3: Um, I rolled a 16 plus three
0: nineteen. Gotcha. For just a moment, your situation sets in a little bit. Yeah. And you start to panic just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. But you're able to get a hold on it. Okay,
3: okay. Um, it occurs to me that uh, maybe, um, maybe we should be as subtle about this as possible, um, since it certainly seems like someone or someones or some things don't want us to be here. Would it be advantageous to try to keep a low profile? <laughs>
2: well, certainly, I don't. I don't. I'd rather not be shouting through the fan.
3: I mean, we're—I mean, we're—we're stepping—we're stepping on things. We're stepping on sticks. We're rustling leaves. Could we maybe try to not do that?
2: <laughs> Madam looks down and lifts up her big dress <laughs> with her uh, petticoat underneath, and just kind of stares. I don't—I don't.
1: I don't <laughs> <laughs> fin- Finny looks at his hooves caked in mud and goes, "Yeah, will." We'll try.
0: Uh, Moving stealthily is a way of overland travel, which is essentially what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. You guys just got to let me know. It's going to be hard to do with torches out. Uh, Your stealth checks will have to be significantly
2: higher.
1: I figured we'd just be stealthy if we came across something or upon something. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. and I recall... Yeah. Madam L also would recall that they said to bring torches and have them lit or else, Mm. like, things would come and get you, so. Yeah,
3: that's true, that's true.
2: (laughs) I think that that we would be trying to move stealthily, but I doubt that that's terribly possible, no. So
0: as you guys are going along, Grun holds up a palm and the weight gesture, and he gestures to you, Finny, come closer, and then takes his hands and moves them apart like he's opening up a scroll or something. Presumably he wants the map.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Finny Finney holds up the map for him.
0: Yes. So he looks at the map and then sort of looks around and then looks at the map again. And you can see that he's growing frustrated with it. And then he sort of throws up his hands, the map in one hand, like, you know, fuck this, and hands the map back to you. And points to the map, and then points to you, and then points out into the fin.
3: I think, uh, you should take the lead, maybe, Finny? Oh, geez. okay. Okay, sure. Finny goes to the front.
1: Please don't get us lost.
2: I'd say the child is much more capable than either of us.
1: Yeah, me and Wallace, we've been through lots of things, right, Wallace? We could... We can totally figure out a cursed, haunted, hag-filled then <laughs>
0: Yeah. And Wallace nods like, mm-hmm, we sure can. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll me a survival check with advantage, All please. All right,
1: with advantage. 14.
0: 14. Okay. So you guys continue on through the fin. And things become louder. You hear somewhere way off into the distance a trill screech for about a minute. Oh. And then you hear rustling maybe a couple hundred feet behind you. And you hear what sounds like something very thick burbling. Oh. And... Benny, as you step forward God. into a larger patch of mud, your hoof sticks for just a second, and the entire party sees that the mud is not just mud. There are two imp like creatures raising out of, seemingly formed of, the mud, Whoa. and it is time to roll initiative. No! I got a 10.
3: I got a 12. I also got a 10.
0: Which of you has the higher dexterity L and Sorin? Uh,
3: Mine's plus three. What's yours?
2: Um, Mine is plus two.
0: All right. Top of the order is Groon, who's not going to bother with questions, because why would he? And he's just going to go ahead and step forward and swing his glaive.
3: Glaive time.
0: Hey, that is a 20 total. Uh, So he hits, big surprise, the barbarian. Mm -hmm. He takes a big swing and almost lops off the leg of one of these creatures. Whoa. And just sort of bears his teeth at it and sort of positions himself directly in front of Finny. Oh. Uh, next in the order is going to be Finny. Your turn.
1: All righty. be um,
0: these muddy boys, one with a nearly severed, we'll say, right leg; the other is perfectly healthy as much as a mud method can be.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm going to cast chaleli on my sickle. Yep. And I am going to swing at one of them.
0: Hell yeah, do it to it. You going for the one that's already been hit, or are Uh, you moving up to the other one?
1: Yeah, probably the one that's already been hit. Roll a hit. Oh, no. I rolled a five.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's a no-go.
1: My hoof gets stuck in the mud, and I trip, and I go, oh, no. I'm
0: covered. And it looks at you, and it just sort of snickers and flicks a little mud at you. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next in the order is going to be Sorin.
3: Okay, can I roll uh, to see if I, what I know about Mud Methods? If I know yep, anything yep. at all? Yeah, it's going
0: to be Arcana because they're uh, either Arcana or Nature. They're Elementals. Okay, so. Uh,
3: my Arcana is a 23, 18 on the dice, plus five.
0: Uh, mud Methods, they are slow, unctuous creatures of earth and water. <laughs> They drone their complaints to all who will listen. Unfortunately, none of you speak Aquan or Terran. And beg incessantly for attention and treasure. They definitely have your attention. Um, Things they can do. When they are motionless, they are indistinguishable from an ordinary amount of mud. Uh, when they die, they explode. Um, And they can also breathe mud. Oh, also they have a fly speed and a swim speed.
3: Okay. Uh,
0: they're also immune to poison. Okay. You got a twenty-three. I basically have to read the stuff <laughs> to you, so <laughs> I'm a
3: well-read uh, young man, I guess. Um, not, I'm not that young, you know. Um, okay. Um, then I guess I don't need to be. I'm not super panicking about mephits. I feel like
0: no, they are equivalent of like an imp or a closet. They're they're not a super big deal. They're more a nuisance than anything else.
3: Okay. Uh, then I will just go ahead and um, it's cantrip time. I'm go ahead and toll the dead, the one that has already been injured.
0: Yep, yep. Do it, do it.
3: Uh, you make a save.
0: All right. What's my DC? Uh,
3: 13. Wisdom.
0: Okay. That is an eight on the die, and I get nothing, so it fails. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and do your beautiful <laughs> what, D12 of damage as wise? the bell rings.
2: That's a cantrip? Is it to, toll the dead?
0: Yes, it's the best yes.
3: cantrip. Yeah, I guess I'm, like, there's, like, a, you know, the sonorous sound of a bell, and maybe a little bit of Mm -hmm. purple sort of miasma forms around my hands or whatever.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I didn't roll very high, so it's just four.
0: Okay. Okay. You see some of its mud slough off a bit, um, as whatever is binding it to this world, uh... It's broken a little bit more. hmm No. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Move about?
3: Um, I guess I will try to wiggle
0: your little fingies.
3: Mm, I already I just did that. Um, I guess I'll um I'm trying to think of something else. Um I think that's probably it, unless they're like super close to me. No, they're not. Okay.
0: You were back of the back, so
3: Okay, then I'll i I'll I'll sit tight. I'll stay where I'm at.
0: Okie dokie, method time. Method number one with the chopped legs, gonna swing at Grune. Uh, so, yeah, the one who Grun had slapped approaches Grune and just sort of punches him right in the kneecap, uh-huh. and you hear something creak.
1: Oh. oh!
0: And the other one is going to fly over your guys' head and try and punch Soren in the face. Uh-huh. That is a. 12 to hit, which is not going to do so. No, it is not. Yep, it takes a swing at you, and you just sort of... <gasps> out of the way. Um, it's
3: my powerful anxiety muscles. I flex them mm-hmm. and teleport
2: out of the way.
0: All right, Madame El, it is your turn.
2: Okay. Madame El says, Ugh, it could have been snakes or, or bugs or even little moving vines. That had to be mud things. And she casts... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Vicious Mockery at the one that has not been hit yet.
0: Okay. Uh, It is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So let's see. Uh, That is a 15 on the die.
2: Uh, Yes, that passes.
0: Okay, okay. So it just sort of looks at you and screws a claw up in its ear and then flicks some mud out and then just sort of shrugs. (laughs) top of the order back to Grune, He is going to do what he does best, which is smack things. He takes a swing and maybe because the creature is so close, the uh, tail end of his glaive catches in the mud a bit and it seems like the punch got pulled, so to speak. As he only deals a small amount of damage. Finny, you must murder.
1: Uh, Finny is laying down in the mud and then looks up at, um, there's one in the air, right?
0: Uh, yes, it is currently flying near Soren's head.
1: Okay. Um, if I cast Produce Flame at it, will I hit Soren?
0: Uh, depends on how you roll. Okay.
1: Maybe, I'll I'll go for the other one then, not the one by, by Soren's head. Um. Okay. Oh, no! I got a three.
0: <laughs> you... Spawn this fireball in your hand and just sort of lob it, and you just lob it right over its head <laughs> and it splashes against the mud in the back in and fizzles. Um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, uh, Finny, Finny growls that missing with, uh, with the flame and just grabs a handful of mud and uh, casts Halo of Spores, and the mud gets a whole bunch of um, maggots in it, and he just chucks it.
0: The- <laughs> Okie okay. dokie. Okay. Uh, it crit failed. It got a oh, nat yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> so roll 2d4. You will double All your right. damage for this.
3: Killed with worms.
0: Uh, which I don't know if this has happened in the podcast previously or if you are, uh, you know, one of those weirdos who has jumped in mid arc in like a random episode. Uh, we use critical successes and critical fails for spells so if someone critically fails their save uh, essentially it works like they have been crit upon they take double damage Uh, if they critically succeed typically they will take no damage or whatever um same thing as far as spell attack rolls if you critically succeed you double your damage which is already pre-baked into the 5e system but with critical failures, we roll on the wild magic chart and see what happens. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I rolled two ones, so two. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, two damage.
1: <laughs> it's something. Uh,
0: This dude's looking bad. He's got maggots that are currently burrowing through his body, Uh, a leg that's just sort of broken. Well, I won't say broken, almost chopped off. And he is slowly oozing back into the mud uh, surrounding him, but he is not dead. Nice. All right. Next in the order is going to be Soren.
3: Okay. I got a, a mephit up in my business. Yeah. Yes, you do. I'm trying to think what I wanted to hear. Um, I guess eh, I'll eat the attack of op and try to back away from move away from it.
0: Okie dokie. Uh, that is a 20 total.
3: Yes. That will in fact hit me.
0: Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> I was just letting you know. <laughs>
3: I was just informing you that you've been hit. Mm-hmm.
0: It punches you right in the nose.
3: Jesus! I say.
0: Um, And you take two damage.
3: I don't know why, how I know who Jesus is, but I do.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> if you didn't mention it, uh, someone from far, far away was just going to go, Who's Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: say this to myself. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. I've taken the attack of Op. Um... Then I'm going to keep moving away from it, sort of closer to uh, yep. closer to the group. I figure, like, it kind of seems like Madam L, Finny, and Grun are all kind of clustered. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'll move over there, and then I will pass Frostbite on the Mephit. Make me a con save.
0: Okie dokie. That is a nat 20.
3: Uh, you have succeeded. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the frosts forms on its, uh, well, I won't say skin because it doesn't have that. It's made of mud. Uh, Forms on its muddy exterior and just sloughs off. Mm -hmm. And it shivers a little bit, but yeah, it it (laughs) seems unaffected.
3: It's too wet!
1: He needs needs a little coat.
0: (laughs) Alrighty. Next in the order is going to be the methods. So the flying one still has... Uh, a murder lust for Sorin, so it's going to uh, fly right up to you and puke mud on you.
3: I don't want mud on you. Um,
0: I need a dexterity saving throw, please. Okie
3: dokie, I can usually do these. That's uh, a dirty 20.
0: Okay, you're good.
3: I Dark Souls dodge roll out of the way.
0: Uh, The other one is going to go ahead and take a swing at Finny. I'm not joking, that is another nat. No! What the- uh, 23 total as it turns and you see it has like these muddy wings on its back and like these pointed muddy ears I mean they they do literally look like exaggerated imps but made out of mud Um, and all of that mud forms around its left fist until it has a gigantic fist roughly the size of your head oh my
1: god
0: and it punches you directly in the face dealing uh, 9 damage
1: uh,
3: are, Are you, you al- God.
1: <laughs> Are you almost dead again? No, I'm at six, but I mean that's not Ugh. great.
0: And that is the Mephits' turn, Madam L.
2: Okay, seeing that and seeing that her insults aren't working, uh, Madame L's gonna clink open her uh her cane sword and try to go after that one that just hit Finnegan.
0: Okie dokie.
2: That is a an eleven.
0: Uh, that will hit on the nose.
2: Oh, hot damn! Um, I got a one d eight plus two, so I rolled a six. That's uh, eight damage. Eight damage. Yep. Whoa! Nice.
3: Swing, swing.
0: Madamel finished this method. <laughs> um,
2: as it as it punches Finnegan, uh, I I think it it looks like it's about to go for another hit on Finnegan, and Madame L comes up and just stabs it through the back of the head, and it it just dematerializes and oozes down into the ground.
1: Ugh. Thanks, Madam. Ugh.
2: Whenever you killed it, it exploded. So I need a dexterity
0: saving throw from Finny, Rune, oh, and Madam L.
3: Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell everybody they fucking blow up when they die. <laughs> yep.
0: Broon is fine. I only got a six. Um... Okay, Madam L, you are restrained until the end of your next turn.
1: I got an 18.
0: You are fine.
3: Ugh. They blow up.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> there is one still kicking, still healthy, and uh, we are back to the top of the order, which is Groon, who turns and swings his clave at the other friend, and he lops a hunk out of it, dealing a fair bit of damage next in the order once again is Finnegan.
1: So Finny is just holding his mud covered head and he's going and then just uh, lifts up a hand and um, casts produce flame at the one that is left.
0: Okie dokie. Roll a hit.
1: Uh, 19. Oh, just a 2.
0: <laughs> Okie dokie predictably the flame doesn't do a whole lot to something made out of mud but it does burn away a bit of it
1: okay and then I think Finny again is just gonna just Finny is just so mad right now (laughs) but also dizzy from being punched and he just kind of like uh, splashes mud on it with more maggots
0: okie dokie that is a 16 to save so it is fine okay this one's a bit hardier. All right. Mr. Soren.
3: Uh, then it's told the Dead time again, baby.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, that is a no. That is a 2 So. D12.
3: Okay, One damage. A single point of damage.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> One little dammy.
0: Instead of a ringing bell, you just hear a
3: That's my <laughs> Wi-Fi connecting noise.
2: Mm-hmm
0: all right it is mephit's turn mephit is once again going to try uh no it needs to see if it's breath recharges first it's not it's a two so it's gonna try and punch you in the head me yep okay no that is the six
2: total right disregard that madamella your turn
3: it gets embarrassed and
2: misses <laughs> um mm-hmm. so i'm restrained i can't move up to it is that correct
0: uh, yes, the restrain condition, which you have not dealt with before. Your speed becomes zero and you cannot benefit from any bonus to your speed. Attack rolls against you have advantage and your attack rolls have disadvantage and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving
2: throws. I have dealt with it. I'm the only one who has. Uh...
3: Oh, you got rugged.
2: Oh, that's right. You got rugged. Yeah. Madam Owl says, oh, I would prefer it be the rug and uh, cast vicious mockery. From a distance. Okie dokie.
1: Mock that mud.
2: Uh that
0: is a nine, so you are good to go. 1d4 damage. Yep. And um it
2: gets disadvantage on its next attack on roll. On its next attack roll. Yep. <laughs> you hurt that mud's feelings. <laughs> Very self-conscious about rugs. And that makes sense mm-hmm. as mud, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. One. One damage. One one snarky damage.
3: <laughs> you were passive aggressive and it didn't like it Mm-hmm.
0: okie dokie top of the order going to be groon groon go swing groon hit groon deal very little damage
1: <laughs> what's wrong with us
0: level 2
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: alrighty finny it is your turn
1: alright um
0: I'm going to pre-roll my constitution saving throw for the Halo of Spores. Go ahead roll, roll your 1d4 damage because it failed.
1: Alrighty. Oh, Sorry,
0: I'm making an assumption there, but yeah, no, I figured we'd get around I think to it Finny's anyway. So. Just,
1: at this point, just flinging balls of maggot-filled mud. Um, I only got a one on that.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, chip time, <laughs> baby.
1: Uh, but uh, I'm also going to use my shillelagh lead Sickle again.
0: Okey-doke. Go ahead. Roll a hit.
1: Oh, shit. 22. Woo!
0: Hot damn.
1: All righty. A four. A little bit better than um, the other ones.
0: (laughs) Hey, not bad.
1: It's not one. This
0: thing is finally looking pretty messed up as you go ahead and slice one of its ears off. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, The
0: maggots are sort of rotting it from the inside out. It's been (laughs) slashed a few times by a glaive, but it is still going and soren it is your turn
3: it's told the dead time friend Areno.
0: yep banging that bell that is a nine on the die so it is you deal your damage
3: okay um got a different dice maybe not a single point all right five damage Woo!
0: and as this bell rings uh you see its whole body sort of quiver and oh no bits plop off oh. uh, and there is it's almost as if it just lost all of its flesh and there is just sort of a mud skeleton of this oh thing still flying but it is still going
3: okay Uh, I don't want to eat an attack of opportunity so
0: I guess oh, I what's the worst that could happen
3: I could die so I'm not gonna do that you <laughs> won't
0: deal that much damage
3: I w- would probably be fine but you know it I'd still rather not it hit me for 9 damage yeah, that's my. That was
0: because it crit.
3: <laughs> All right, um, I, I guess I'll stay put.
0: Okay, alrighty. Well, bad news. It really didn't like. Uh, well, first let's see if it gets its mud breath back. Ah, that's fine. It's not that. It wouldn't really help it too much anyway. Uh, so it's going to try and punch you again. Oh my god. No, that's an eight. <laughs> so this skeletal fist just sort of. I think it just sort of tries to slap you and connects with your mage armor and just sort of splats a bit of mud directly next to your face, but not actually on it, it's and like, that's about it.
3: It's like on a windshield.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Madam L, it is your turn.
2: Alright. Madam L is going to attack with the cane sword again. Yep. That is only a an 8 this time. 8 will not do okay. it. I think she, she's been stuck in the mud, so she kind of like like f- pulls herself out and it she doesn't compensate very well so she just kind of stabs past it. Mhm.
0: It sees you do this and maybe it's being a little petty because of uh your comment earlier but <laughs> it sort of puts a hand over its mouth and then points at you and is clearly like snickering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: Top of the order is Groon. Let's see if Groon can hit of course he can. He's a fucking barbarian. So, Groon takes his glaive and just sort of swings full force top to bottom and splits this thing in half. Oh! Uh, and once again, dexterity saving oh throws God. from Madam L, Finny,
2: Soren, and Groon. Madam L got a 15 this time.
3: I got a 18. I got a nat 20 plus 3, 23. Jesus.
0: So everyone learned very well (laughs) to hit the deck when one of these things dies. And you do get covered in mud, but not in that weird restrictive mud that they seem to be composed of, and everyone is good. And combat is over.
1: Uh.
0: After roughly 18 seconds, you relatively quietly, dispatch these things. And Groon gets up and sort of pushes himself off the ground uh, using the butt of his glaive. And he nods and then sort of helps Finny up out of the mud.
1: Wallace! Wallace, are you all right? And Finny's, like, searching in the mud for Wallace. And uh, he finds them just absolutely covered in mud. Oh, my God! Wallace!
0: Wallace coughs up a little bit of mud. Uh, and also it leaks from a tiny hole in his stomach.
1: Well, I guess it's, very it's a gross. good thing you don't have to breathe. <laughs>
0: and he sort of does that, you know, the rat cleaning themselves thing. Uh-huh. And then he just sort of puts a paw on each side of his snout and closes his mouth. And you see him blow a little bit. <laughs> Something that an undead creature shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> and mud just sort of oh. out of his ears and stomach hole. Oh, gross. But it's mostly cleaned up.
3: <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, uh, Finny, are you doing okay there? I know you took a couple hard and, punches. You know,
1: been better, not horrible. My head kind of
3: hurts. Uh, I—I I mean, do we want to stop and take a, a breather for a moment? Um,
2: I think Madame L would kind of defer to Groon, who is—I don't know—the most woodsman outdoorsy type of of the mm-hmm. three of us um she'll she'll look at him and and try to how would would sign uh <laughs> try to communicate a short rest you could do like
0: hands by the side of your head like you're acting like they're a pillow and then small <laughs> yeah I think that would get it across like at least a short break yeah or short sleeper w- regardless I think you can get the idea with that yeah I think yeah I'll, I'll go ahead and and do that and he sort of shrugs and then takes one fist and thumps his chest <laughs> but he does not seem to just start venturing out without you guys so okay it's up to y'all
2: i'm fine with taking oh. a short rest then
1: yeah uh yeah so i think uh is there anywhere on the ground that is sittable
0: uh, there is definitely like a fallen tree relatively nearby because you guys aren't really following a trail, right? You're just sort of trekking through this van. Uh-huh. so it's not like you have to stick really close to the trail.
2: Okay, Monomel pulls out a little bottle of water and a uh, a teapot, and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Finnegan, would you be a deer?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Finny lights a little flame on his finger. Is this is this good?
2: Excellent, and <laughs> so she prepares a little bit of tea for everyone, and uh, I feel like that counts as her song of rest. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, so we all get a 1d6. Uh,
0: I believe it is only when you burn a hit die. Let me check real quick.
3: Yeah, because I have no hit die to burn, so. Yeah.
2: Okay, I understand now.
0: It is not if you specifically use a hit die, if. It is if you regain hit points. So if you wanted to burn a spell slot, uh, Soren could benefit from it, but it's really, it's up to you. Oh. I mean, everything's up to you. But.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if Madame L would spend another spell slot on Soren's healing uh, quite yet, no. Okay, yeah.
3: We're not that kind of friends. Hey, I
2: already saved your life once today. You only did it. Your un-life. <laughs> yeah, you did. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You don't know about that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm back to normal.
2: (laughs) You know, Finnegan, I think that this may be the best cup of tea this swamp has ever seen.
1: I think so, too.
2: (laughs) Welcome to the end of the episode, everyone. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) If
1: you liked what you heard, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I would love to see your words about our voices saying sweet things into your ears. Please tell me how you like it or if you dislike it. I would like to know. Thank you.
2: If you're not already following us on social media, we've recently been releasing a lot of different art
1: on there. And I've done some dice.
2: We also have a Patreon now. You can get there by going to bit.ly slash all necromancers. Ooh. We have two tiers of support. The first is just the general support for $2 a month, and the second is $5 a month, which gets you access to bonus content. Wow. That includes behind-the-scenes episodes and also uh, more goblin episodes. (laughs) Goblins. That's all for this episode.
1: Bye-bye.